Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Dr. Catrice Austin, dentist to the stars. Tune in to Tanae Talks. If she's talking about it, huh? it must be worth talking about. Yo. <laughs> it's Tanae Talks. We're going to talk about it right Talks right here, we gon' talk about it right here. We gon' talk about everything you like. I'ma make it real, real clear. It's today talks right here. We gon' talk about it right here. I'ma talk about everything you like. I'ma make it real, real clear. Cause it's today talks. You know what? And I'ma talk about it. What? Cause it's today talks. And I'ma talk about it. Was it lit? Welcome to this edition of the Tanae Talks podcast. Remember, Tanae Talks and you listen. It is March and you know that it is Women's History Month. And on today that we're taping the show, it is actually March 8th, which is International Women Empowerment Day. So shout out to hey. all the ladies out here. Hey, turn up, ladies. Hey. We listen. Strong yeah. enough. To bear the children and right. then get back to business. Back okay? to business. <laughs> so that's what we doing. So um, today, where my notes at? Look, I'm all over the place and discombobulated. So anyway, in honor of Women's History Month, I wanted to encourage women to take better care of them of themselves, especially when it comes to vaginal care. So today's show <laughs> is entitled "Taking Care of Your Honey Pot" with Shalitha Booth, aka the Sweet Booth. So welcome hey. her to the hey. show. What hey, up, Sweet Booth? How are you doing? Hey, how are you doing? Listen, as you can tell, it's lit. I, for International <laughs> Women's Day, I went to go get me some lashes. Hey. So basically, I'm a new woman. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. She's brand new today. I'm extra new. Also <laughs> in the studio today, we got my college roommate and fellow camper cutie <laughs> from Dillard University. 2605, 2601 Gentilly Boulevard. That's right. Uh, C205. Seven Ward. Listen, the Seven Ward. They don't know nothing about it. I got my college roommate in the building, Shaniqua. Hey. Welcome, Shaniqua. I got a little music for you because everybody got to twerk when they come up in here. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm talking about? Now, see. Listen. If you're trying to be a big old freak, you definitely gonna need to listen in today's show. That's right. Because if you're gonna be twerking in somebody's face, you gotta, <laughs> hey, big old <laughs> freak. Ah, big buddy, big old freak. Yeah. Okay, shout out to Meg Thee Stallion, because she, you shout know, she's all for women and tall women. <laughs> tall women? That's right. Yeah, Shanique was tall, I'm sure. Booth, you kind of tall. You a tall little, little stallion. Little, you know. You know. A little in between. Well, stallion mm-hmm. is a dude, so Megan the mayor. You like a, a little mayor out here? <laughs> little mayor. Okay, so <laughs> so uh, again, today's episode is about taking care of your vaginal area for better health as a woman. Vaginal care is a form of self-care, and it also makes you feel good. I have YouTube sensation Shalitha, a.k.a. Sweet Booth Booth. The Sweet Booth channel was created many years ago after several friends convinced Shalitha uh, that she should do commentary on reality TV shows. So if you ever... Uh, Tune into the Sweet Booth. That's S W E E T B O O T H. She gonna give you a little ratchet and righteousness. She gonna tell you about the ratchet reality TV, and then hit you with some, you know, important things about taking care of your yoni or that honey pot. After a while, mm-hmm. she realized her true gift was helping women, and that's why we have her on the show today. Know more about their sweet spot, G spot, and honey pot, baby. She became serious about women's health and started doing reviews on different female products explaining and stating what she liked and or disliked about them she also gave examples of different natural methods which i'm all for to use in order to help you with certain issues such as your odor Mm. okay Mm. and that back wind that that sea air 
that bathroom walker router. Uh, you, you know what I'm talking about? Uh, restoring your pH and yeah. um, using sanitary napkins. So, yes. y'all know I did my little research. You know, we calling it the Honey Pot, and the Honey Pot is hot right now. Shout out to the founder and creator of the Honey wow, Pot out here yes. in the street at Target. So, you ain't even got the product yet. Yes. It's time for you to go get them. I ain't getting paid for the Honey Pot, so I ain't bring baby girl on. But we gonna. <laughs> Uh, and it was sold out near where I was at. But shout out to her. That's great for her. It showed out. So yeah. according to the Urban Dictionary, uh, the definition of honey pot is means sweet tasting pussy. Mm. <laughs> <Ooh>! <laughs> Uh, okay, that's what it said. Wait a minute. How you say it again? Today? Say it again. How, what is it? Uh, according to the Urban Dictionary, the definition of a honey pot is sweet, tasty, pussy. Uh-huh. And they had to so say, you know, in the spelling bee, when they say, can you use it in a sentence? The Urban Dictionary went ahead and provided us with a sentence. Let it says, okay. her pussy so sweet, it can only be called a honey pot. Mercy. Mercy. The Urban Dictionary said it is also a sweet tasting source of the nectar of the gods. Baby, that know yes. they talk about me. Yes. <laughs> they talk yes. about me. So again, let's, listen, let's get right into it, Miss Boo. Before we get started, is there anything you want to say? Because, you know, I, I just love talking to you. I love watching your channel. <laughs> Tell me what you got to see. say. You see, I get nervous when you put me on spot like that. But no, I'm I'm very very excited to talk about women's health today. Like, because this is one of those things that we don't talk about a lot. Mm-hmm. It's almost like we're ashamed to talk about it, mm-hmm. or even if we're not ashamed to talk about it, it's one of those things that kind of be like it's hush hush. Yes. So it's been so many times where when I started talking about it a little bit more. It was so many women in my inbox like, uh, hey, sis, what do you suggest about this? Or, Mm -hmm. um, hey, Shalita, how can you help me with that? And I was Mm. just kind of like, huh, because, see, you was just on another post saying that you got this thing under control. Uh, And that you smell like water. Oh, child, the truth. And the mm-hmm. truth, because nobody mm-hmm. wants to write on your wall, Shalita, uh, my vagina smell bad. I have to say, yeah. <laughs> Well, I wouldn't expect you to write that on my wall, but I'm just saying, it's, it's like, don't get on another don't post and, and make it seem like, you know, everything is everything. Like, because this is the thing. All women have problems. We all have we issues. Do. And I've always said, point me in the direction of a female who's never had a yeast infection or an odor, and I point, point you in the direction of a liar. Oh, that's a word. You right. need to hand, let, <laughs> and let the church say, "Amen, amen, amen, okay. amen, <laughs> amen. So, and amen again." So this is a very, very important topic, and it's just—I I, I absolutely love talking about it. Like I could go for hours talking about it. So let's get it started. Let's get it started. I love that you said that because I'm always very concerned when I see ladies on um, post bashing other women mm-hmm. about mm-hmm. you know their vaginal care, whether yeah. they're bashing them for. Um, maybe contracting an STD or yeah. STI, you know, that woman could have took it, taken every precaution Possibly. that there was. Mm-hmm. And, you know, a man could have been, you know, deception, de- deceiving to mm-hmm. her or that, I mean, there Absolutely. could be all kinds of things. You could have used the wrong soap. You could have put on the wrong underwear. I mean, the list goes on and on. So I don't like people to make light of it. I don't like for people to joke on women's health like that. And sometimes it could even be associated with sickness, like a yeah. chronic illness. Absolutely. So that's very important. So you touched on it a little bit, I guess. But my first question is, why is vaginal care important to you? So my vaginal care is important to me because it's a part of my overall health. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when we think about health, the main thing we think about is, you know, oh, how much do we weigh or do we have our cholesterol in control or something like that? Mm-hmm. And like I said, we've forgotten about the fact that we have to take care of our lady bit as well, because that thing will embarrass you <laughs> if you don't. And so... You know, it's very, very uncomfortable when you have certain issues going on. And so before I started taking care of myself a certain type of way, it was just things that I used to have to deal with. And I was like, you know what? I'm so tired of this itchy scratch. Mm -hmm. I'm so tired of this. I don't want to smell like this during this time, like during my cycle and stuff like that. So I had to come up with different ways or find a different way to take care of myself down there in order to be more comfortable. And, you know, when you're comfortable, Mm -hmm. you just feel better. Oh, my God. Absolutely. It's it's basically, it's trial and error. 
Um, and one of the things that not only did Shalita inspire me, a few years ago, I used to blog. Go check out www.tanaytalks.com for my blog. But I did a blog a few years ago called Keeping the Kitty Pretty and just talk about different ways. And that was inspired from a young man on my timeline, bad talking a woman's vagina and the way it smelled. And it's like, as much as you're talking about, I, I'm pretty sure you probably had, you you proceeded to have intercourse with this person. Is mm-hmm. it that part? Did that, did that? No, I'm just saying they do that. They absolutely yeah, that, do that. They they'll actually actually bash it. a lady, mm-hmm. and then you <laughs> still proceeded to have sex with her. But I yeah. I know my what this say the sweet nectar of the guys. I oh, I got good reviews. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, <laughs> this is sweet nectar of the guy. But I, I you know I've had my issues. But what really also inspired this podcast was um, Shalita and I are in a group called Her Secret Garden. Mm-hmm. And we're also Absolutely. in a group, uh, shout out to Amber, called Women's Womb Care. Um, mm-hmm. Shout out to Amber. And, and both groups circulated a video of a young lady uh, talking about how she was taking care of her vagina but not using soap and water. Uh-huh. And a lot of people were like laughing at the video. And I thought I was going to be able to pull up a clip of it. But she was talking about she didn't like showers. She didn't like baths. So she was using a, a, a little disposable dish, dish and like a vagicil like gel. Oh. And basically oh. was actually in all seriousness giving tips to. You know, I would say an- another girl who oh. is not as educated, mm-hmm. you know, and well-versed as we are in taking care of our lady parts who might listen to this young lady. Yeah. And based on mm-hmm. some of the things she was describing, it sounded very infectious. Um, it sounded, mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, that ain't even very. no pun intended, but it mm-hmm. sounded very infectious and it sounded very uh, uh, disgusting. Um, she was mm-hmm. talking about yes. odor. She was talking about green discharge. She was talking about flies coming out of her vagina. She, oh, she was experiencing that. Yeah, she was experiencing this. Oh, wow. oh you didn't see the video. Oh, I'm going to send it to you. Yeah, okay. so this young lady was basically yeah. giving a tutorial, literally wow. serious, and saying she doesn't like to take baths. She doesn't like to take showers. And as a part of my upbringing growing up, you know you met my mom. So Shaniqua and I were college roommates. She know I was clean. When you walked in that room, what I had already did, to it probably disinfected I disinfected and bleached it down (laughs) she got to the dorm and I was like hey girl um so I cleaned the room this is my side and uh, (laughs) I think that's what your mama was doing when I first visited her yeah cleaning (laughs) so I was kind of raised on cleanliness is next to godliness like that was Mm -hmm. a, a household mantra my mom was a heavy set woman so she always felt that a heavier woman was stigmatized with Absolutely. So she was right. She was very into you gotta clean it, you gotta Mm -hmm. clean, you gotta scrub that thing. I mean, in the with the leg up on the Mm -hmm. on the tub scrubbing. And that's what I was raised on. So it really hurt my heart to see this young lady. The first thing that came to my mind was who taught her? Yeah. Who who was yeah, who was in her life. So Mm -hmm. although it was laughing, I'm just like, wow, she would need somebody like Shalita. I hope she could come across her channel. But you know, there might be and I say ignorant in a way meaning not knowing. There Mm -hmm. may be some other ignorant young girls who may come across her video and be like, Well, I don't like water either or not necessarily that they don't like water, but maybe their water is off. Mm. So they they come across this video and said, She said do this and it was it just was very dangerous. So that's what really inspired this. What did you think of that video when you saw it, Shalita? When I first saw the video, at first I was like, okay, this can't be real. And mm-hmm. the more I watched it, I still, to this day, I still don't think it's real. I think she's doing it for shits and giggles. Okay, I because hope so. <laughs> I, I really hope so. And, and if somebody did watch it and say, okay, maybe I should try this, she can't even pronounce vagina correctly. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I couldn't take her serious, you know? Right. But um, when she was telling us the different things to do, like, w- one thing that she said was she dishes every day. Mm. Anything, too much of anything can be a bad thing. Mm. So it's already bad that you're dishing because you're using the store brand. Now, I'm not going to sit here and say that I don't dish. We'll get into what I use. I use yogurt. <laughs> yes. I okay. use yogurt. I don't use the stuff that's in the bottle. Right. But I'll get into why I use that later. But she. But another thing that she said that she does is she takes, she uses Vagisil, which Vagisil is, 
Okay, that's just not good to use. Um, <laughs> it ain't for, I, disclaimer, it mm-hmm. ain't for us, African-American women. I, I mean, if you are of another race and you're listening to this episode, it may be for you, but for African-American women, it's just not agreeing with us. It doesn't agree with us. I'm going to tell you why it's not good for you, though, for any woman. Okay. Because it has a toxic um, property in it. Mm-hmm. Like, when you go in and you read the ingredients mm-hmm. in Badgesil, so... There's a lot of things that, you know, a lot of times we say stuff like if you can't read the ingredients, that means that it's bad. Mm -hmm. And that's not necessarily true because the legit names for some of this stuff, you probably can't pronounce, but it could be something else that is like plant based. Mm -hmm. And then they'll give you that afterwards. However, that still still has a lot of things in it that are preservatives or whatever to keep the shelf life of it for a certain amount of time and stuff like that. So some of the names that they're using, when you go in and you actually figure out what it is, you're like, okay, okay. But there was one ingredient in there and I don't even think I'm going to be able to pronounce it correctly. And I was a pharmaceutical chemist. (laughs) (laughs) I was a pharmaceutical chemist for like 10 years. So I know chemicals, but it was, um, iodoprofenol, uh, butyl carbamate. Okay. What is that? It sounds dangerous. Uh huh. It's acutely toxic. Oh. It's very toxic. And it's also very toxic if you inhale it. Oh, no. And it can cause developmental and reproductive toxicity. Wow. So when you're reading the ingredients on Vagisil, the first couple ingredients are, they're okay. But when you get down there to that ingredient, mm. that ingredient is extremely toxic. And it's not good to use, nor is it good to inhale. So wow. it, it's not even just about, you know, it's not good for African-American women. It's not good for women at all, period. Period. Okay. So um, when she said that she uses Vagisil and she takes it and she puts it inside, I was just like, now, girl, come on. Come on. Because when we think of washing our vaginas. that is another question. That was one of the questions that I had to address in um, Her Secret Garden Group was if we're not supposed to use soap on our vaginas, Mm -hmm. then why do you suggest Queen V or the honey pot? Mm -hmm. And the reason is because when we are washing ourselves down there, we're washing our vulva. Mm -hmm. We're washing, and the vulva is a whole lot of, you know, different parts. It's not just one part, even though it's called a vulva. The vagina is on the inside. Mm. So when you start putting things on the inside, that is when you're putting soap in your vagina and that causes infection. Yes. Wow. that video just sent me. It, I it, couldn't even finish watching. It, it really, I, I didn't finish watching it either. It, well, wow. let me take that back. It was like watching a train wreck that I couldn't look away from. Stop watching. So, <laughs> so I ended up watching it to the end because, I, like you said, you don't know how real it is. But I kept waiting for there to be like a pun, a laugh, uh, mm-hmm. something mm-hmm. at the end. And she really went to the end. So I wasn't sure. But maybe it, maybe it did the opposite of what I thought it did. And maybe it did educate people to just kind of go research a little bit or kind of be like "Mm, you know uh, this don't sound right so uh, I want to say my next question is have has your honey pot ever embarrassed you me yes (laughs) of course Um, of course what about you I don't I don't know I, I felt that I should be embarrassed, but I don't know if they came and said something after the fact. Or yeah. They've never directly said anything to me, but I've definitely I guess, felt some way. Right. I think mm-hmm. that my mom used to always say about odor in general, whether mm-hmm. it's your armpits mm-hmm. or your you uh, breast, breast sweat. Yeah, you know, you smell it yeah, first. You do. So you do. I, I, I felt like I buy a honey pot embarrassed me, but I don't know if they smelled it or did I smell it? Did I get myself out of the situation? Listen, they won't. I think it was uh, one time at work and I, I smelled my own seat air and I was like, hmm. Mm. <laughs> I was like, mm. 
<laughs> I was embarrassed for me. I don't know if I mm-hmm. walked somebody, by somebody and they had got a whip. Like, I don't know. But I knew at the time, um, stress stress on your body um, can cause your pH to get knocked off balance. And so mm-hmm. at the time, I was stressed. And I feel that's when I came across your video, Shalitha, about... Um, the boric acid suppositories, which I have here in the studio. Yes. This is in no way any promotion, but I just wanted to bring it so that people could see it. Um, you cannot ingest this. I remember on Shalita's video, she said, if you do take this by mouth, pre- be prepared to call 911 immediately. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> so this goes please. directly into uh, your vagina and just... Um, mm-hmm. You just, you know, stick it up there. And it basically takes all the bad bacteria and gets rid of it naturally. You know, our uh, vaginas are very acidic. Mm-hmm. And so it just eat, it just eats it right on up. And it's natural. Boric acid is uh uh, natural and, the, and interesting at first I was a little scared because Shanique would be in my college roommate oh, yeah. when we <laughs> when we were in our <laughs> dorm we were from Michigan and mm-hmm. Shanique was Michigan and lost uh, in California but moving to the south they had cockroaches you know Shanique mm-hmm. we uh-huh. both from the north and you went to an HBCU yep. too so yeah. I had never seen cockroaches <laughs> Ever of that size, <laughs> right. it was like the size of my arm. Yeah. Uh, and uh, we went, and my mom said, "Go get some boric acid." Mm-hmm. Remember, so yeah. we, we walked down the street, and we it's went family to dollar. Family Dollar, <laughs> yeah. and we put boric acid in the corners, and we never saw the roaches again. So I was a little skeptical. I'm like, "Well, it killed the cockroaches. What's it gonna do?" Uh-huh. It gonna do? <laughs> <laughs> but one thing that I always say that God did, and this is why God is so great. Everything we need. He had put he puts it in the earth. He put it in the earth. Yeah. And it could be for multiple uses, you know, just like, you know, they Viagra end up being for male enhancement, but it also helps with headaches. So it could be used Mm -hmm. for multiple uses. So Mm -hmm. I thought that that was very important. But when it comes to pH balance, Shalitha, I think women are afraid to talk about it because it does have when we talk about our honey pots embarrassing you. Mm -hmm. It's embarrassing to talk about because it comes with depending on your own body chemistry. Yeah. come with its own set of smell mm-hmm. and right. I remember the first time I ever kind of really learned about the pH thing I was very foreign to me and this is why this conversation today is so important because nobody's telling the young girls so when you guys oh, right. um you know when this video airs share this with your nieces your cousins any friends you have in college uh you know just younger teenage i don't want to say young but you know we know 14 year olds are having sex so if they're having sex or or even if they play sports you know yeah. and they sweat a lot down You're there right. and you you know leave the gym or mm-hmm. you go from a hard practice and you don't mm-hmm. shower immediately it can knock your ph off yeah. um so that's mm-hmm. very important so the, i remember the first time i end up talking about it with some friends and even amongst friends it was in like hush tones it was kind of like okay secret secret society meeting like, right. even when me and Shanique were talking it was kind of like, like okay what you got okay okay, 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 yeah. okay right? <laughs> so you know you're just being embarrassed so yeah. I remember this girl ended up saying that um, she had a IUD have you ever had an IUD Shalita Absolutely not. Okay, well, uh, somebody should have gave me the memo because <laughs> after I had my baby, the big thing on the market was the Mirena. And uh-huh. the Mirena was so that you don't get pregnant and that you can keep it in for five years, no <laughs> problems, right? And mm-hmm. so when I had my baby, my mom was like, um, okay, we love your baby, but don't get pregnant again. And yeah, I was again. like, uh-huh. <laughs> and I was like, understood, <laughs> say less, mama. So I went to go get the Mirena and I kept mm. I kept just basically having complications and with those complications mm-hmm. I kept getting reoccurring BV which is bacteria vaginosis and it, and I wanted to say this on air on camera that doesn't mean that you're a whore that you're nasty Mm-mm. that you're sleeping around that you're a slug no. bacteria vaginosis can come from an imbalance of pH (laughs) okay well and the thing about it is it's also that our bodies already have bacteria in them Mm -hmm. so when you have bacteria vaginosis it's because basically you have an overgrowth of bad bacteria yes because you have good and bad just like our bodies already produce yeast 
Mm-hmm. So when you already have yeast in there, when you have an overgrowth of yeast, that's how you get a yeast infection. And it doesn't come from, like you said, being nasty or mm-hmm. because you didn't wash or anything. You can wear tight pants and end up with an overgrowth yeast. of yeast. Yeah. There's no light down there. So when you have tight pants on and it's always forever moist mm-hmm. down there, that's a breeding area for yeast. So yeah. you, even if you, your diet, if you eat too much sugar. Oh, wait, we're going to get to that, Shalita. Pause <laughs> okay. on the on the foods. We're going to get to the foods. Okay. But yeah, she makes up a good point when it's, it's dark down there. And it's ladies, if you're especially trying to wear the silky, cute Victoria's Secret panties, Ooh. that is a breeding ground for yeast, odors, and ridiculousness. Cotton panties mm-hmm. are okay. If you're going to throw... I love my granny candy. <laughs> I shall do. Got them on right now. Exactly. <laughs> but mm-hmm. if you do want to look sexy for your dude for a limited amount of time, and by a limited amount of time, I say less than 30 minutes, like right before y'all about to do the deed, well, shoot. throw it on. doing them right, you shouldn't have to pay, keep them on too uh, long if that's what you're uh, Okay. Uh, <laughs> but to finish off my thought about the moraine, and I want to get this out there because uh, somebody out there may have experienced this and you didn't know why well anyway i heard another young lady talking about she got her morena taken out and when she got it taken out um her bv and her yeast infections decreased like she stopped having them Mm -hmm. and so that Mm -hmm. that sparked me to go talk to my ob and i was like hey is um you know because my ob ended up having me on a prn that means i as needed to keep getting the medicine to to fix the reoccurring problem and mm-hmm. so, so that I didn't have to keep coming to the doctor because we knew what it was. So finally, I just went to the doctor and said, hey, a friend said the morena causes this. Does the morena cause this? And she was like, oh, yeah, it does. Okay. Well. <laughs> Why didn't you tell me that from the right. You should have <laughs> led with that. Should have mm-hmm. led with that. And at that point, I had had it in for three years. Mm-hmm. So it was going to be taken out the... I think I say a five years, but it's every four years, four or five years. But anyway, it's five. it's five. So on the fifth year, when it was time to come out, I just had it just taken out. And when I tell you it dissipated, I, you know, I've gotten them every now and then, but it's for something mm-hmm. other causing. So yeah, talk to your OBs. Um, sometimes doctors, I'm not blaming my OB because she was amazing, but sometimes they're so busy and they deal with so many patients that maybe that slipped their mind or you came in for something else is not something that they thought to bring to you. So, you know, kind of research it for yourself. Um, um, so, Shalita, just moving forward, because I know you talked about you were about to get into the sugar. So what are some foods that create a sweet smelling honey pot? But also, what are some foods that can, uh, you know, have negative reactions to your lady part? So when we talk about sweet smelling and things like that, what is the one thing that all women know about? That is the one fruit that every woman is just like, oh, gosh, I love my pineapples and pineapples this. And sometimes I have to hold back because I'm just like, OK, so if you're eating the canned pineapples, understand this. You're not going to get the optimal benefits that way because. Pineapples produce uh, bromelain, and bromelain is basically what helps your secretions taste and smell good, okay? Mm. So when you eat Uh. a fresh pineapple, Mm -hmm. you are definitely reaping the benefits of the bromelain, okay? Even in the core, some people throw the core away, Mm. but, I mean, if you chew on the core Mm. as deep as you can get, you know, as far as you can get without feeling like, oh, my God, I'm just gnawing on this thing now, and I'm not getting nothing, the core also... Um, has bromelain in it. The what? So does? if you want the core, the core, the core of the pineapple, the okay. part that we trim all of the flesh off of. Yeah. So that part has it in there as well. And I'm actually trying to, I, I'm trying to pull myself to make this juice. You can make use it the skin of, <laughs> it's the skin Damn, of the pineapple. You boil it mm. and you put like turmeric in there and um, mango. You can even put fennel in there. <laughs> yeah, you, yes, you can put any of that in there. So, but the, the pineapple does that. If you want to get the optimal benefits, definitely opt for a fresh pineapple. 
And even when they say they drink the pineapple juice, mm-hmm. I would opt for the organic pineapple juice in the glass, not the stuff in the uh, plastic or the aluminum containers, because those have uh, have added sugars and everything to mm-hmm. it. So, you know, um, so pineapples are definitely good. Apples are definitely good. Um Cranberries are good because they're good mm. for like UTIs and mm-hmm. stuff like that. But once again, you want to opt for the just the, the the brand that I would use mm-hmm. if you have frequent UTIs would be uh, just cranberry, and, and it can be found right next to it. And to the my listeners, if you don't know what a UTI is, that is urinary tract infection. Again, mm-hmm. all of this is not necessarily associated with uh, intercourse. Sometimes it just happens. But be mindful of after intercourse to cleanse yourself immediately and also pee afterwards mm-hmm. to Please. not get that uh, urinary tract infection because that can cause, especially if you allow someone to uh, <laughs> nutty, I hate to say it, uh, <laughs> ejaculate. Uh, yeah, that's good. I was going to say, I'm so flint, like to nutting you. Uh-huh. If you. <laughs> I mean, if he nothing uses, I just go ahead and <laughs> clean just, that on. Yeah. Pee, go go ahead and pee it out. Then wipe front mm-hmm. to back. So and I, it's, it's sad in 2020. I got to tell y'all to uh, wipe front to back. I remember Shalita, right. you did a video because Shalita oh wears gosh. long nails. Mm-hmm, <laughs> and, I she, do. and she was tired of people asking her how she wash her ass. And uh-huh. <laughs> she made the funniest video. <laughs> Y'all could go, she was like, because I wipe it just like you. You take it and you wrap it up front mm-hmm. to back. So don't ever, mm-hmm. try, don't ever try to come at my girl like her butt ain't okay. right. Like it ain't clean. Yeah. Period. So, yeah. Okay, period. So apples, pineapples, the bromelain uh, is very important. You can look up bromelain. I think that's B-R-O-M-E-L-I-N-E. Uh, for the bromelain, uh, we also often sleep on green vegetables. Yeah, green I mean, <laughs> leafy vegetables are really good. Green leafy, the yeah. spinach, greens. Like I know, that, you know, in that and kale in the mainstream, they try to make it seem like soul food is just so bad, but it's not. There are good things like watermelon retains water. It says it in the name. Mm-hmm. That's really good for you. Uh, greens, collards, mustards, mm-hmm. those are really good for you. Now, mm-hmm. I didn't. You don't got to put. 10 pounds of salt in it in a fat back you can use a turkey neck (laughs) Mm -hmm. or sometimes if you don't have a turkey neck you can actually use turkey bacon if to give that flavoring or that smoke yeah you can use that too yes and you know what else is good uh peppers yes peppers are really really good for you because it they have capsaicin in them and you know with the capsaicin you you put some peppers in your greens or whatever you know and you got the uh the capsaicin from your peppers in there Mm -hmm. it stimulates uh, blood flow. So just like how a male gets aroused and his penis gets hard because of the blood flow, the same thing will happen to a female when you eat, when you, uh, consume a lot of peppers oh, green peppers sister. you know I love me some green peppers I put green peppers in my greens and I just love peppers anyway because I'm spicy I've seen you do that you've seen me do mm-hmm. it right exactly so mm-hmm. I'm, oh, so that's true I'm in good company mm-hmm. I heard somebody say you that doing good. what did they tell yes. you I heard, a, I heard a guy say that he felt that it was a difference between he felt like other women and Latinas because they have a diet that's rich in peppers and mm-hmm. spices. I yes. thought it was just being like being facetious. Mm-hmm. You know, you know. he's absolutely correct. But he's correct. Well, he's correct, <laughs> ladies. Black people and Latinas, we like the spice. <laughs> Say absolutely. Um, and, and go also, ahead. Also, like women who have who are menopausal. Mm. Well, you know, you suffer with when you're when you're menopausal, your estrogen levels are kind of off. Mm-hmm. And so that's what causes you to not be moist anymore. So if you are menopausal, but you're still wanting to engage in those type of fun. Activities, you ain't menopausing. Then <laughs> <laughs> so you want to try to incorporate things like flaxseed. Flaxseed okay, okay. can kind of regulate your um it can regulate your uh, estrogen level. Okay. And so I'm now I'm not saying that you gonna go and eat this flaxseed and avocado as well. Avocado is so good for that. Mm-hmm. But oh, so um, guacamole for making you juicy. Okay. Yes, making you nice and juicy. So, but I'm not saying yeah. you're gonna eat this and then your cup is gonna run it over. <laughs> like I'm not yeah. saying it ain't gonna that, happen overnight. You gotta help. you gotta exactly. eat it. You have to incorporate it in your diet. And I'm glad you brought exactly. up uh, menopause because that is something that uh, is 
happening right now. You know, our parents are getting older, baby boomers, and and we're we're actually approaching our middle I think age. I'm going through it right now, <laughs> early, yeah. and because of what they're putting in the few foods, yeah. a lot of things that happen will happen later in age they're having early onset so I'm glad that Mm -hmm. you you know brought up menopause and that's something that is scary you know at least when I was growing up the the m word was like taboo it was scary it was Mm -hmm. again Mm -hmm. just like the vaginal odor or taking care of your vagina was taboo menopause was taboo so uh, my listeners we're going to make sure that we have a lot of these things in the show notes when you listen to the episode uh, talking about the health benefits of bromelain uh, peppers uh, the menopause um, I know Shalita will be happy to provide it and also links to Shalita's sweet booth YouTube page. We're going to make sure we have that in the show notes. You can see she's very knowledgeable in the area of vaginal care and just women's health overall. And as she mentioned earlier, she was a chemist for 10 years. You know, she's very smart. She knows her stuff. So we're going to make sure we have those things in the show notes. And again, I would be remiss to say the number one thing you need to do in this diet of having a nice uh, tasting or filling honey pot is drinking water. water. Absolutely. Water. I drink a gallon a day or at least I attempt to drink a gallon a day and it has proven to be very beneficial, Mm -hmm. not just in the vaginal area, but even in my joints, just through Mm -hmm. my overall body. I feel better drinking the water. And if you say, well, water tastes nasty, I just drink it straight with like nothing in it. But if you want something to give it a little kick, you can put cucumbers in it. You can put Mm -hmm. uh, orange Oranges, like with the peel, like with the the skin still on it in there, and lemons and limes. And I'll give you like an infused water taste. But don't be afraid to just drink it by itself like we did when we were kids and drinking it out of Mm -hmm. the the, the holes. Why was that so good? It was so good. I don't know It probably was poisonous. But it was delicious. (laughs) (laughs) It was so good. You can't say that, and you know we're from Flint. Now, you can't say that. Oh, my God. Jesus, Lord. (laughs) Shalita... (laughs) Mm-hmm. Oh my God! I did it. Oh, <laughs> Shalita and I are both from Flint, Michigan, but we both know we, we don't live there, and the water crisis is still going on. That was no pun intended. That was no. <laughs> that just made me sad. Aww. It's still a thing, okay, guys. The water crisis is still going on, but moving right. forward. Um, so Can we talked about a question about diet real quick. Go ahead, Matt, please, Ms. Shalita. Okay, do you eat meat? I do. You do? Okay. I just wondered how that affects diet or, I mean, if a diet of meat or not, if it affects anything. Well, you know, how can I put this? Like even, I don't know how some people could, if you consider it like fish, I mean, it is meat. But fish is actually good for you as well because of the omega-3 fatty acids. Mm -hmm. So like salmon and mackerel and stuff like that, those are really good because they keep you moist. Oh, okay. so yes, I, I eat meat. And then, you know, like as far as like red meats and stuff like that, I mean, I eat it and I don't have any problems with mine, but I'm, I could be completely different from everybody else. Right. Mm-hmm. But, um, I don't think that eating red meat will have any type of effect on you. Um, it may not be the best for overall health, but right. as far as your yoni is concerned, I'm not, I don't have any issues with red meat. Okay. I'll say this about the red meat in general. It takes it takes at least three days for that to digest through your system in general. So basically you're having like a dead carcass in your body for longer periods of time than it than it would to digest through your chicken mm-hmm. or your uh, your fish or something like that. So I would just like with anything in moderation. Yeah. I wouldn't make mm-hmm. red meat a seven day a week incorporated in my diet but once a week every now and then you know i would say if you want that burger go ahead and do it but not don't have a strong steak today meatloaf tomorrow beef burgers tomorrow because you're prolonging which affects you know not just your vagina but other parts of your health either even releasing it out of your body right and filtering you know through your liver and stuff so just i guess the whole the overall thing is whatever you do do it in moderation don't do it in excess uh shalita Mm -hmm. you talked you brought so many good points in and you also talked about you know having things spilling over you know those sweet juices nectar spilling in the bedroom so what are other some good Mm -hmm. bash tips that would have your honey pot you know really moist and juicy for (laughs) (laughs) for you know the, the the lucky man in your life let me tell you the main thing is making sure that your ph is correct 
if your pH is off, so okay, so I did. I think I I made a post about this the other day. Sometimes when we're engaging in intercourse and we're dry. Mm-hmm. You know, we'll think like, oh, well, maybe I just wasn't feeling him or maybe, you know, maybe it was something else or maybe I just wasn't in the mood. No, sometimes what it can actually be is that your pH is off this and that you have BV or mm-hmm. you have a yeast infection and that can actually cause cause vaginal dryness. Mm-hmm. It's not the BV itself, but it's uh, vaginitis. Yes. And BV can cause vaginitis, which is which the means inflammation that it's of the vagina. Mm-hmm. And a good thing Absolutely. to help with uh, vaginitis or any inflammation. So itis, I-T-I-S, when you hear somebody say the itis, that means inflammation of. So she mentioned mm-hmm. earlier turmeric. Turmeric helps you with inflammation, whether that's inflammation of your joints, your vagina, anywhere where there will be inflammation. You want to take uh, turmeric. And then I just stumbled upon I met this older lady at yoga you know trying to get my whole zen on and she said Mm -hmm. curcumin will help with inflammation and that is the active ingredient in turmeric that actually Mm -hmm. helps reduce Mm -hmm. the uh, inflammation so curcumin c-e-r-c-u-m-i c-e-r-c-u-m-i-n curcumin so just like cumin that you put into your um tacos at least i do mm-hmm. and put curcumin yes, at the yes. end and that helps with inflammation so like i said everything that we need god put it in the earth sure. you know sometimes we just don't have access to the information and again the the older people i don't i, I don't know i can't necessarily blame and say they're not telling but a lot of times we as young people don't ask the questions So an older Mm -hmm. woman told me about the curcumin and I've always just been a curious child human being. So I'm going to ask the questions. And sometimes we don't know the questions to ask. So, you know, give a little knowledge here and there. If you see a young Mm -hmm. girl or anybody, whatever knowledge base that you have, don't don't be stingy with the information. Don't feel I, right. I know a lot of times people feel like, well, if I start sharing this, somebody going to take my idea or, you know, Shalita has the sweet booth talking about vaginas. And if I tell them, then they're going to try to start their own channel. Don't think of it like that because they don't they don't disseminate the information like you. Yeah. They don't got, right. the, you know, they don't got the swag like they you. You know experience. what I mean? Or. Or the experience, exactly. That's a good point, Shaniqua. They all had the the experience. That was very good. So I just want to say thanks again, Shalita. Like, you are helping me (laughs) in the studio today. Also, Shalita, in the studio, I brought with me uh, Equate three-day treatment Mm -hmm. if if a woman were to get, like, yeast. It's called mm-hmm. myconosal, you know. So when you guys go to the store, and maybe you can't get to the doctor, but you might have a yeast infection, um, you, you can get the store brand uh, when it says vaginal antifungal because basically with the yeast, it, it's just a fungus. And it, remember, overgrowth of yeast is not just in the vagina. Sometimes when you see someone talking and they have the white stuff, in the corners of their mouths, Mm -hmm. that's an overgrowth of yeast too. Mm -hmm. So you want to use things that can reduce uh, the fungal, the fungus. So what are some other things that if they, you know, didn't want to stick the uh, antifungal creams up their vagina? You mentioned something about yogurt. Tell us a little bit about yogurt. And that's something that actually my OB used to suggest, Mm -hmm. you know, putting, uh, Mm -hmm. sticking yogurt up Mm -hmm. your vagina. So can you touch a little bit on that? So what I do is I do go to the store and I buy those those juice bottles and I empty that out, clean the container out. And you want to get a yogurt that is plain. Okay. You want to get a nothing with anything (laughs) in it. Okay. Please don't shoot no strawberries up there. (laughs) But you want to get a plain uh, yogurt, especially one that has um, live cultures in it. So when you read the container, it'll tell you that it has live cultures. And um, you want to get that. And I add that to my container and I put tea tree oil in there. You want 100 percent tea tree oil because tea tree oil is um, antibacterial. So that helps to fight yeast as well. And maybe a cap full of apple cider vinegar Mm -hmm. because our our vaginas are, like you said, they're already naturally acidic. And that's what helps to fight off the infection. 
and things like that. So you want to add a little bit of apple cider vinegar as well and spring water. Please don't use the water from the tap because the tap, <laughs> the tap got some stuff bacteria. going on. Yeah. Exactly. So just get you some spring water, mix that up really, really good, shoot it up in there, let it come out. And it's very soothing, especially if mm. the yogurt is cool. It's very, very soothing. So you can use that. And the boric acid is also good as well. Yes, let me tell you y'all, boric this acid. boric acid, <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. you, can, you can ship it on up there before you go to sleep at night. It, you know, works mm-hmm. overnight. Um, you can use it after you have your um, your menstrual. Um, you yep. can use it after intercourse. You can use it after exercise. These are some things that may cause you just to have a slight odor down there. Now, remember, ladies, your vagina is not supposed to smell like a bed of roses or no. bath and body works, cucumber, melon. Don't do all that Mm-mm. spraying and what we just you have a natural scent and your scent goes with you. Sometimes it may be a little tart. That doesn't mean that something's bad with you. That just might be your natural smell. So don't be trying to mask it with all these things. Right. That Love spell. Girl, I remember in high school, girls was dumping baby powder down their vaginas. And like, you know. And then they get up and stand up and they had that big old dusty (laughs) part on the back of (laughs) it. And then not realizing years later, I don't know, there's articles about About the talc. Causing mm-hmm. uh, what's that kind of cancer down there? Sir, um, cervical cancer, not cervical oh. cancer. Mm-hmm. It's, it's ovarian. ovarian, ovarian. Yeah, right. causing ovarian right. cancer. Right. And you know, again, that's some things that were used back mm-hmm. in the day. Talcum powder. That's what our grandmothers and them used, and things like that. Mm-hmm. So we just we just got better over time. Not saying that they were dumb or they didn't know. They knew what was available at the time. Like I was raised on taking dishes. You know, my mom would yeah, say, "Take a dish after your that. your menstrual," and you know, that's what I was. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah, I was right. You know, I I, I wasn't having intercourse, but my mom said, you know, even if you did, if you decided to use this afterwards, she would say after your menstrual to cleanse yourself out. But then when I got grown and started going to my own OB, they were like, my OBGYN was like, don't dish, you know, just, you know, unscented soaps, water and actually the yogurt. Yogurt was a big thing to incorporated in the regimen so again we got to talk about these things i can't emphasize that enough talk about it ask questions don't be embarrassed don't be doing it for these dudes do it for your own health your own sanity and for you to feel good when you feel good down there because you know when you feel like even during that when your lady time of the month you feel gross down there you don't want to be dealing with nobody and so just imagine if you got some issues going on some odors some Mm -hmm. some weird discharge it makes you feel uncomfortable, but don't be afraid um, to ask questions. I wish this conversation could last like two hours, <laughs> Shalita, because, you know, I'm looking at the clock. So we're going to just move on a little bit and skip over some things. But how do you okay. feel about, you know, Yoni eggs, jade eggs and Yoni goop and all that stuff? What, what say you about that? Okay, so they're all actually the same thing. Okay. So the jade egg is just a certain stone. So it's still an egg. Mm-hmm. And the goop egg is just a brand. Goop is, um, Gwyneth, I think it's Gwyneth Paltrow. Yes. It's just her brand. Okay. So I now I like Yoni eggs, okay? Mm-hmm. And I wear them. I don't necessarily wear them for sex, which you can wear them for sex. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can use them to strengthen your pelvic wall and your pelvic floor. And um, you can use it to do your Kegel exercises with. So it helps tighten you up and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm doing kegels right now as you speak. I'm doing it. Yeah. Yes. Good. <laughs> good. So just good. imagine doing it with an egg in there. It just, you know, it just kind of intensifies the benefits when you use your egg. Mm-hmm. So I had to tell my boyfriend, like, don't tell me that these eggs ain't working because you feel this thing tightened up <laughs> oh, on you, okay? Okay. After the babies, don't, it's still tight and right. Don't tell me. <laughs> So, you know, I, I like uh, Yoni eggs. Now, like I tell everybody, if you're not comfortable with the Yoni eggs, by all means, don't use them. They have the kind that have the string in them and you can take it right out. Or they have the kind that I use. If you're ready to take it out and it's not ready to come out, by all means, you squat and you pop it out. You just oh, push like and you lay your eggs. <laughs> just like laying That's an so egg. Cool. Absolutely. That is and so crazy. You, you don't have to worry about toxic shock syndrome or anything like that because it's, it's not absorbing anything. It's okay. not, a, you know, when you use a, when you use a tampon, it's actually absorbing. And so that's what 
can cause a toxic shock syndrome, but mm-hmm. with an egg, it's not absorbing anything. So it's fine. No, it cannot get stuck in there. No, it cannot get lost in there. No, it's not going to travel to some foreign area. Because <laughs> if you think about it, if you think about your vagina, think of it like a sock. Okay, you know, a sock has one open end and mm-hmm. then the other end is kind of closed off. Okay. So there's only one way for it to come out. That's right. And it's, it's going to eventually come out. So that's why it's safe to have sex with them in um, because when he's when he's going in, it's kind of like he's pushing it around oh. and it's just it's just hitting different spots and things <laughs> like that. You know what I'm saying? Wow. So absolutely. Goes, and then, goes to buy jaded eggs. <laughs> and, you know, the, like I said, the jade egg is just one form of a stone. Mm-hmm. So uh, at Her Secret Garden, like especially during uh, Valentine's Day, one of the eggs that sold a whole lot was the rose quartz egg. And it's because some women suffer with fertility issues. Mm-hmm. And so um, at Her Secret Garden, the rose quartz egg, there's a lot of rose quartz babies. There's oh, about, I think there's about sweet. six from women who suffered from uh, fertility issues. Yeah. And they used it and bam, baby well make sure you send me the link for that again we want to you have all these tips in the show notes for anyone who listens uh and they can just click directly under the show and go right to the link i know uh women in my inner circle and just just from talking to people who have had fertility issues so knowing Mm -hmm. that there's something like this out there i didn't know about this five minutes ago you know this is good to know And, and again share this information uh shaniqua i want her to share one of the items that she used that's helped her with uh, Dr. Sebi I know a lot of What was that water That was really popular A few years ago Alkaline, Alkaline water. water You know people yeah. talk about <laughs> But um Dick Gregory used to always talk about spring water. Spring water has the same benefits of alkaline water. So if you can't get to the alkaline water, when you go to the store, it says purified water, spring water. It's okay to go to Mm -hmm. that spring water. And that's really good for your body, your system, and your yoni. But if you can just hold that to the camera, what is this product? And tell us how you came across it. This is Dr. Sebi's self-food uterine wash. Um, And when Shalitha was Mm -hmm. talking about the um, tea tree oil, it actually comes with a combination of this bottle that includes. Let me see. Let me put it to the camera. herbs and themselves and then the second part of the product is an oil and, I, and it's tea tree oil I can tell when I opened mm-hmm. it up that that's what it was but I and I think that everybody has I mean obviously we're all different and our bodies are different so you know how you how you manage your pH balance is different from one person to another but when I was struggling with it I um I went on YouTube because I feel like there's a community of women who are on there who are, are willing to share their experiences. And that's how I learned about Dr. Sebi. I think my aunt actually included me in one of his groups on Facebook, too. And so I went and I purchased the uterine wash. Um, so the herbs just come loose. They're like loose tea inside this bottle. And he asked for you to use the distilled water. Mm-hmm. Um I don't know if that's similar to spring water or not, um, but you boil it. So I got one of those um, French presses that I use specifically for that. And I mm-hmm. boil the distilled water and I pour it over the leaves and let it seep. And then I pour it out and I just get one of those Dollar Tree douche bottles that I can use and pour out whatever the liquid's in there. And I mm-hmm. pour that liquid in there and then you take a couple of drops of the tea tree oil and you put it in there. And I use it now like infrequently, I guess after, like you were saying, after yeah. a cycle. Um and it just really helps. Like within days I was starting to notice some of the the difference in how it smelled. Like that's good. We'll have that in the notes, too. I yeah. actually want to try it when uh, Shaniqua was telling me about it, and, and she was really raving about it. I knew she had found a gym. You know, like, again, we talk about oh, these things in hushed tones. Yeah. <laughs> and when she, you know, when she was able to come across that, it really helped. Mm-hmm. So that's good. And the type of water, you, I want to talk on different water, right? Um, hold on. I got a call coming in. Um <laughs> If that don't come up on the thing, <laughs> it probably will. <laughs> uh, but anywho, um, I, I say that to say the different types of water are important. I remember I had a fish years ago, and it said only use distilled water with this fish. And my mama used tap water and killed my poor fish. So when it, when something says use a certain yeah. type of water, yeah. whether it's distilled, spring, That's alkali, right. if they say purified, mm-hmm. you got to go with that because yeah. obviously they're carrying uh, different properties. Uh, Shalita mm-hmm. always ta- ta- uh, touched on goop, and I want to talk about this before we head out of the studio. Stoop is just a scoop. Goop. 
Hoop uh, was accompanied from Gwyneth Paltrow. A uh, little background, and they make some of the Yoni eggs. So Yoni eggs can come from different companies, um, again. A little background in 2017, Goop posted a story called Better Sex, Jade Eggs for Your Yoni, which claimed that these eggs supposedly had an ancient guarded secret Chinese royalty used by queens and concubines, have the power to cleanse and clear, making them idea for detox too. The article also claimed that putting a jade egg into your vagina for hours at a time could improve your sex life, balance your menstrual cycle, and intensify feminine energy, among other things. The jade egg sold out because of these claims, but according to the lawsuit, those claims were not backed by competent and reliable scientific evidence. The LA Times reported in an email to the Times, a Goop spokesperson said the company wanted to settle the suit quickly and amicably. Customers who brought the eggs between January 12th and August 31st 2017 were eligible for a refund. So I wanted to bring that piece into this topic. Just don't get things because it's being endorsed by a celebrity. You know, a lot of mm-hmm. times that's what people will do. They'll see their favorite Instagram person or YouTube star or celebrity. And y'all got to realize these people get paid mm-hmm. <laughs> to endorse certain things. So don't go out and put in foreign objects in your body just because they said do it. As Shanique said, what well, works for the gander might not work for the goose yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean so be careful and research but as always in today's talks we want to leave you with a little edutainment so um you know I got to leave you with something as a takeaway so five things your vagina can tell you about your health according to health.com I'll also have this in the notes itching So if your vagina is itching, while the urge to scratch may simply be triggered by an allergic reaction, and that could be from soap Mm. or detergent, I found out that I was allergic to Tide Pods. So, mm-hmm. you know, not just the regular detergent, but the pods are a little more concentrated yes, and cause me to break out all over my body with huge giant circles and itching. So if your vagina is itching, you know, go get that checked out. It could be triggered by the soap you're using or a body wash. So be careful. Or with your all, pads. Or mm-hmm. your pads. And that's the good thing about the honey pot. Again, I, I'm not endorsing in any way, but I know that they make pads naturally because they're... Studies are coming out constantly that these pads that we've been using for years are causing ovarian and cervix cancer. Uh, itching, it can also tip, uh, tip off conditions like vegetarian, uh, bacterial vaginosis, what happens when the normal bacteria in the vagina get out of balance, a yeast infection or a sexually transmitted infection, a.k.a. STI, or trichomoniasis. Go to the doctor and not mm-hmm. YouTube if your itching <laughs> is lasting for more than a day or so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, tip number two: If your gi- vagina smells funky, and you can chime in any time to this, Shalita, depending uh-huh. on the time of the month, your choice of clothes, and how hard you sweat. Remember, odors can come from you working out. Your vaginal odor can be anywhere from mild to pungent. All right, we on the spectrum, mm-hmm. baby girl. If it's pungent. Everybody's go to the doctor. <laughs> Run to it's the doctor. Gone too okay, far. it's gone too far. Yeah. And the board acid is not going to help at this point. Listen, yeah. thank you for saying it, because somebody would have been like, "Well, she told me to give work acid, and that's what uh-huh. I did." Uh, but it should uh-huh. never smell foul. You can have a little smell, but it should never smell foul or bad. And babies, y'all know what bad. And file is. Mm-hmm. I don't got to spell it out. So any change along these lines is worth paying attention to. An unpleasant scent can be due to something as simple as changing your hygiene regimen due to diet, which we talked about earlier. Your diet can play a role in how you smell smell down there. You know, if you ate a lot of fish that day, mm-hmm. maybe you're not a smelly person, but fish maybe. carries a smell. So asparagus. Mm. Oh yes! Don't eat asparagus on the day that you plan on having fun. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> don't do it. Uh, number tip number three: If your period is irregular, weight loss, excessive exercise, crazy stress—which you know, I, I went through stress uh, when my mom died. I, I don't even think I had a period for a month. You know, stress mm-hmm. can cause that. Countless things can throw off your cycle and make your periods longer, short, mm-hmm. shorter, or completely MIA. Yep. If you can legitimately rule these factors out which means that it's not due to pregnancy uh consider it could also be a a syndrome called PCOS which is 
polycystic ovary ovary syndrome and uh, not well understood condition like this can be in hormone imbalance so if your period mm-hmm. is in re- irregular and you know what your regular is and you know what irregular is go see a doctor tip uh, number four if your vag- vagina has uh, discharge changes now we know we have as ladies you have natural discharge and i gotta touch on this because some dudes one time was talking about if you see her underwear and they got uh white stuff in it sometimes that's just normal discharge mm-hmm. y'all don't feel yep. bad about that and don't let these ninjas try to make you feel bad about something they don't know let me say something real quick i know we gotta hurry up but let me say this a lot of times men will tell you that oh my gosh she smelled like this or she has this sir you can be the problem (laughs) you can be the problem i throw this whole phone and everything oh my god (laughs) because because (laughs) y'all don't eat right y'all want to eat lemon pepper wings all the time y'all don't drink no water y'all don't go to no doctor y'all don't do any of this stuff and then you turn around and you having sex with me, you right. wash up. Like, I had to tell my boyfriend, look, I don't care what you wash up with, but you're going to have to hit that hardware with some Castile soap or something like that. <laughs> because my lady bitch can't take all of That's what right. you do. Come on, we are sensitive down there. For me. We are sensitive down so, there. Come on. And mm-hmm. men, and I also want to say this, men can be carrying the BV and giving it to the woman you guys can become carriers so if your woman does get diagnosed with bacteria vaginosis or bacteria vaginitis whatever um antibiotic she's giving you guys need to take it together encourage her to tell her uh physician to give her a dose for both y'all can take it at the same time and y'all y'all might have to cut out sex during the same amount of time because once she gets free from it and you haven't been treated you can give giving it right back to her but that's Mm -hmm. free game okay Mm -hmm. all right Mm -hmm. (laughs) uh if only there was a way to know exactly how much discharge is normal and what it should look like uh but the fact is the amount consistency and color of the discharge varies widely among women it can be off-white and thick to clear watery and slippery it can also change depending on where you are in your cycle but a marked change in color or amount or odor needs to be addressed so if you know you're normal for discharge and it is beyond that it could be a sign of an std such as chlamydia or gonorrhea if it persists beyond a day or two go to the doctor Okay. If you have discharge that smells like fish or something like that, then that's probably BV or an STD. If you just have discharge that's mucusy, you know, that's just your body's way of getting ready for sex. If you just have mm-hmm. discharge, you know, that's clumpy, that's a yeast infection. So, yeah, it's very important that you understand your body. Thank you, Shalita. And lastly, if your labia and your labia are the lips, right? The lips of your vagina. Mm-hmm. <laughs> The laying of the hands. Uh, if your labia are lumpy or bumpy, finding a lump or bump below the belt can be pretty scary. And that is scary. But in most cases, it's totally benign. But you don't know that. Benign means non-cancerous or it's just, mm-hmm. you know, your body just kind of doing whatever it does. But a small lump under the skin of the vulva, remember Shalita mentioned your vulva earlier, or vagina can simply be a blocked gland caused by a buildup of fluid. So sometimes you might get what is called a boil Mm -hmm. down there. I remember my Mm -hmm. grandma, you know, back in the day, they would put turpentine. Mm -hmm. So turpentine, that's an old, y'all know that's old. My grandma was born in the the 30s. (laughs) Turpentine, get the little boil down. But it could be more than that. So these blockages or cysts usually dissolve and go away on their own if a cyst isn't accompanied now this is important if that cyst or that buildup is accompanied by pain or continues to grow and it ain't went down in a few days check with your doctor okay at, at the end of the day we can give you all these tips in the world but we are no physicians so if anything right. is odd to you you need to go to the doctor all right, so that is concludes this episode of Tanae Talks, taking care of your honey pot with the sweet booth, Chalitha Booth. Yes. Thank you for coming to the show. So in true Tanae Talks fashion, this is your time to give your shout out again. I am grateful and humbled that you took time to be on my show today because, you know, I think the world of you. So go ahead with your shout outs. Oh, thank you. I want to give a shout out to you. Thank you so much for having me. Like, <laughs> this is like something that I've always <laughs> wanted to do. Just talk, tell people. And, and people are like, Shalita, you get to talking. And you're just like, it's like, I can't stop listening to you. So thank you for giving me the opportunity to uh, reach the masses. Absolutely. With this wonderful show, I, I want to thank um, 
uh, Crystal at Her Secret Garden because, like, Crystal definitely gave me the opportunity to come on and just be able to share with different women, help different women, talk to different women. So it's just an amazing feeling for me. So I want to thank you guys so much. Thank you. And Shaniqua, what are your shout outs? I would like to shout out my father. It's his birthday today. Happy birthday, Padre. (laughs) Brian Morrell. Happy birthday. Give roses while they're here. My dad is awesome. He's a great man. I really appreciate him. And I hope he has a good birthday. And thank you for inviting me on. I had a great time. I learned a lot. I'm glad. (laughs) I hope this show. And I want to give a shout out to all the ladies. It is Women Empowerment Day and Women's History Month. Ladies, take care of your vagina. Take care of your mm-hmm. mind, your body, your spirit, uh, whatever is bothering you, you know, release it and let it go. That's how you know I've been going to yoga. Uh, shout out to Shalita again. I'll have her information and some of the things that she talked about in the show links. Uh, this show airs. Uh, March 10th on Tuesday, Tanae Talks Tuesday, hashtag Tanae Talks Podcast. Also, I got to give a shout out to my earring. Shout out to women business owner, uh, Danielle Walton of the Hoop Mob. That's who's provided these earrings today. Mm. And also, I got on my Tanae Talks shirt. I have that in the bio. You know, you want to buy a Tanae Talks shirt. Support me. (laughs) I, I need help. So, <laughs> support another woman from a mother from a mother to a mother. Remember that? Yeah, <laughs> from a mother, mother to a mother. mother. All right, so we're gonna end this show with a song called "Girl, You Got That Tropicana." So, oh, if you want hey. that Tropicana, you know Shalita Gay all the tips on what to do. This mm-hmm. is by Stephen Banks of the group This Life We Lead. Already pulled you up a drink. A little honey, what you think? Upgrade the room into a suite We got the views, we got the beach And girl, you got that Tropicana How you taste like Tropicana Sipping on your Tropicana Swimming in your Tropicana What you really want? Fuck around and turn me on Ocean staring, can't get wetter than that boat you roll I'ma last today, I'll step in your love for days Such a pretty face, Lord bless you all kind of ways Begging the taste, kisses all over your waist Maybe I'm anxious but can't slow down my pace Ain't no leaving this place, this drink's on the way This sex on the plate, but fuck it, I'm dying to taste A little honey, what you think? Upgrade the room into a suite we got the views, we got the beach And girl, you got that Tropicana How you taste like Tropicana Sipping on your Tropicana Swimming in your Tropicana oh, Girl, you got that Tropicana How you taste like Tropicana Sipping on your Tropicana Swimming in your Tropicana This. Yeah, you've been dying for this uh, All positions and kisses, but you've been missing shit I gotta cool myself, nobody raising hell What the fuck I'm gon' do, I can't control myself Nobody come close to this love and know the way you feel Got me stand, baby, please keep it still Losing my mind and all, well fuck you might as well I wanna lay up with you, babe, I already pulled you up a dream A little honey, what you think? Upgrade the room into a suite We got the views, we got the beach and Girl, you got that Tropicana I got that Tropicana, Talks right here. We gonna talk about it right here. We gonna talk about everything you like.